Wild Game Dynasties podcast, episode number 35, July 24th, 2019. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am very excited about this week's podcast. I always am excited about the podcast. There's been a, a number of, we'll say a variety of people um, that I would uh, have not expected to have agreed to uh, sit down with me, little old me, but hey, that's kind of the uh, the beauty of doing a podcast. Pretty low-key. Um, those that want to cue in, do so, and those that do not, uh, don't, but uh, that's kind of the, the beauty of also the growth of our podcast here. We're exceeding a uh, download rate that uh, I would not have expected. I appreciate that, and I think this week's podcast uh, will experience a few extra downloads that we would not have expected. The reason being, we have a spectacular guest. His name is Pat Rickley. Pat Rickley, I think for a lot of us, we probably have met met him and just don't even realize it. Probably met him a handful of times. But Pat works at the toll booth at the Mackinac Bridge. So he works for the Mackinac Bridge Authority. And he's that, uh, he's that guy that a lot of us have ran into and received such a positive, warm welcome. Whether we're crossing northbound or southbound, and just drove away with that little smile on her face because he had a, a warm thing to say about something. It might have even been just the weather, whether it being great or not so great outside. He just seemed to, uh, I don't know, brighten things up. I've talked to people and they say, oh yeah, I, I know that guy, I know who it is. They may not know his name, but they, they can point him out. Patsy, a Native American um, of Michigan, but also he's he's native to America. And um, he is uh, such a just a fine individual. But we uh, decided we wanted to sit down with this gentleman because everybody that travels to the UP via the Mackinac Bridge was Gee whiz, that's got to be about 90%, seems like anyways, at least in my little world. Um, have ran into him a handful of times, if not several. And just, you know, you sit around maybe a campfire at camp or something and say, Hey, do you ever run into that guy when you cross the Mackinac Bridge? And you'll look around and it'll be four or five people and two or three of them will say, Oh yeah, I know exactly who you mean. And I'm hoping that's the case when you listen to this podcast. Uh one thing with Pat, I noticed he's a lot more, I will say, relaxed in that toll booth. That's his comfort zone. He's such a humble person. He really, I really had to tell him it was okay to do this podcast, that we're not drawing attention to him. It's really the podcast, as you know, is all about the message. Well, hey, without further ado, let's, let's roll right into our podcast with Pat Rickley. Hey Pat. Hey Gary. Hey, how you doing? Not too bad. Good. Hey, I uh, appreciate you agreeing to uh, sit down and uh, and be a part of a podcast uh, yeah. for Wild Game Dynasty. Wild Game Dynasty. See, I didn't even know what this was about. And, yeah. Well, I, we keep it a secret. Uh, yeah. I didn't know what a podcast was. Well, I, I don't get on uh, any form of. Uh, well, that's because you and I are uh, old guys. Old guys. Yeah. yeah. My son says that he doesn't even listen to the radio anymore, and he doesn't. And uh, I mean, I didn't believe him, but. He doesn't, really. He listens to podcasts. I said, what do you listen to? What I want to listen to, Dad. I said, so you're not paying attention to my podcast? 
like, well, I want to, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, likely not because he doesn't he doesn't hunt uh, much. His interests are he's busier and hang, but uh, hey, he's you know he's in the mid twenties and he just uh, got his job uh, after his internship in Lansing. Right. He's working for a company that does video stuff, and, and we were watching television one day, and there was a the Detroit Tigers were on, and and there was a commercial, and he looked at that and he said. I did that video for that commercial. I said, well, you act surprised. I didn't know what program it's going to be on. I just <laughs> did the video and edited it out and got it approved and all set. And he said, I went on to the next project. What? So, and I forgot what company it was, so maybe I shouldn't even mention the company because I'd get in trouble for saying it off, you know. Right. Well, you know, when you're busy like that, and like me at work, you yeah. know, I talk to so many people. I could talk to a couple thousand people a day. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, and and everybody, I try to make them all happy. Try to make them smile a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I just have fun doing it. Try, Absolutely. Try to get a reaction out of somebody. Heck yeah. Well, but you don't. Things don't stick in my mind like that. You know, as right. to what I did. Like you just keep moving on to the next one. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. You got to stay in the moment and keep yeah. keep going. Yeah, and make your day go by. And uh, hey, but based off that, let's uh, you know, I call it digress, or let's step back a tiny bit. Um, you're Pat Rickley. You're uh, you're a uh, Mackinac Bridge Authority employee, and uh, I people would say uh, you know because this is a hunting type of podcast, but right. at the same time as you know a lot of people that go north of the bridge, i.e. me, you know we're up here to cater to some people hunting. A lot of people enjoy hunting and fishing and backpacking and hiking and that type of a thing. But I know one thing: I come across this bridge. Yeah, I might do my fair share. I always look forward to when I see that you're in the booth because we got a dose of breath of fresh air I'd say when we come upon the booth that you're manning. Not to say the other employees right. aren't special people. They might beat me up if they hear this. <laughs> they think I'm trying to hog the spotlight or something. I'm not. You're not. You're, you're just you. Right. You're just you and, uh, and, uh, and you know why is that? Why I mean you know, we come upon you and you'd say, hey, what are you doing, you know, or well, just a little something. Just to wake you up a little bit. You've been on the road for a couple hours, you know, I know. Yeah. I drive everywhere. I've driven up the east coast and the west coast of Florida, you know, I've been everywhere. Look at Boquilla, Pine oh, Island, yeah. way the hell down there. And, yeah, absolutely. You know, and uh, like the other day I was in Canada and I saw those bull, uh, bull elk out yeah. in the field, you know, yeah. and a couple weeks ago I saw the three bears and the four moose. Yeah, you know, and and another elk, you know. I just get around. I see things, and I know how it is sometimes. When you're driving to where you just yeah get in a little zone there, and you need a little waker upper. Yeah. So yeah, uh -huh. and it makes person uh, pay that what four dollar toll usually mm -hmm. without uh, thinking, oh my God, why do I got to pay this? Yeah. Toll? Well, you're you're entering heaven, like you said earlier. Well, yeah, when, well, you know, even in the evening when the sun's going down. Um, and they're going through, and I'll say, enjoy your $4 sunset or whatever piece you have, you know. Yeah. And then they kind of look forward to looking at the sunset when they're going down. That's right. You know, or Absolutely. I'll say, enjoy your honeymoon. Yeah. You know, to people, yeah. unless there's a couple of people. I'm say, oh, sorry, dude, didn't mean that. Seen your long hair there, I didn't mean to judge you or nothing. <laughs> you know, just say something. But, you know, it's all fun. As far as. Uh, we got to make fun of everybody. I try to. Including ourselves. Well, I always yeah. make fun of myself, too. Yeah. You know? Yes. And, uh, because we know ourselves and we know our shortcomings like, and why not? You said this is like an outdoor program. Well, you know, I see people after the hunt or going to the hunt or the fish or whatever they're doing. You know, I yeah. try to um, visualize. I see things right 
in their car, whatever, yeah. fishing poles, yeah. or whatever. And, uh, Probably a bag of licorice in, in, on the on the front seat of my vehicle. I make comments to what they're supposedly gonna do, you know. Yeah, supposedly. Trying to get yeah. them pumped up a little bit for yeah. the, whatever they're doing as far as hunting, or yeah. or I'll tell people that are going just to Quamanon or somewhere else to keep your eyes open for bears or wolves, and then they look. You know, yeah. I said, well, I've seen them there before, Absolutely, so you yeah. know. If I yeah. can see him, you can maybe see him. This is, I mean, this is obviously the gateway to the right. uh, to the Upper Peninsula. And the Upper Peninsula is part of Michigan, but, you know, I always tell people it is the land of Superior. Because it, it really truly is. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a blessing from God, we know that, but uh, it is, it has so much. It is a, I tell you what, I've held my daughter since she was little. Yeah. And I used to walk her up and down the streets in the stroller all through our life, riding our bikes. Yeah. I said, honey, we live in the most beautiful place in the world right here. We do. And uh, Yeah, you're, you do. Well I, well, I do, but I appreciate yeah. it. You know, I've, like I said, I look out the window at the bridge, see the lake and the ships and the weather, and I, I take it, don't take anything for granted. It's beautiful. Bingo. That's so. exactly it. You know, every day is a gift. And, it's kind of like Dave Matthews says, don't blow the day, you know. Yeah? Yeah, yeah the musician, I should say. Oh, yeah, Dave Matthews. Oh, yeah, I listen to a fair amount of that just because I enjoy it. But, uh, hey, back to a little bit of you. I mean, you and I are the same age. I didn't know that because I always thought, you know, I was probably a lot younger than you. No, you I'm not. a little younger than I am. <laughs> yeah. You look a little younger. I keep my hat on so my hair doesn't fall there we, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe that ponytail at the back is just attached to the back of the well, hat. Well, yeah, that's for my later season. I'm going to have comb over it. Just flip it forward. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, hey, you're a local. You're a local. We'll call you a local boy. Yeah. Because you are. You're local talent. You're uh, born and raised here in San Edmonds. Swinging Iggy, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's funny. Um, but, hey, uh, I mean, local as in not just local, but uh, not that it's important or not important, but it's important. You're native. Right. Yeah, that's pretty neat, man. Yeah. That's outstanding. Native as in? Chippewa. Nice. Anishinaabe. Yeah. Anishinaabe, we call ourselves, not Native American. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. That's what the label, and, you know, that's Columbus important. was lost when they named us Indians. He was lost. Yeah, we're the woo-woo kind, not the dot kind, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. You ever read a little bit on Columbus? Uh, not really. Ooh. No, no. Yeah, we, we might change the Columbus Day and well, omit you know, the fact that we have a Columbus well, Day. Well, you know, I, and I, I take you're right. some of that stuff, I think, you know, you can't no. erase history. No matter how much you try to hide Good something or, or whatever, it's, it's what it is, what it was. Yeah. You know, and if you try to push that aside, and then you have people walking around not knowing anything about their background yeah. or anything. That's right, absolutely. So. Well, hey, uh, and, uh, you went to uh, LaSalle High School here yeah. in St. Ignace, mm -hmm. so you truly are. Uh, and after high school, then what happened to you? Well, I went in the Army. Oh, how long? Uh, well, four years in the active Army, and then two years in the uh, Army Reserve, and then two years in the uh, Army Ready Reserve, so. You served your country then? Well, Tried to absolutely, yeah. yeah. You came back. Came back, started working. Uh, why'd well, my come, father? Why'd you come back to Saint Ignace? Well, my father fell ill and he passed away. Yeah. Uh, so I stayed home to help my mother with yeah. things, you know, like that. And yeah. Pretty soon, after you're away for a while, you just keep, you know, got work around here. Yeah. I worked uh, on the pipelines. I worked road construction. Uh, I worked. Uh, it's all seasonal around here mostly. So I worked on Mackinac Island. Yeah. Painting, roofing, siding, wow. whatever you could do, you know, you yeah. pick up work and uh, you're making a living. After a while, I 
bought a couple boats and I had like a little commercial fishing business going. And wait a minute, now wait a minute. Yeah. I mean, not to downplay the others, uh, other other uh, <clears throat> gigs you had going, but uh, this fishing business. I mean, that's not like you just buy a, a Zebco 404 reel and go well, out with a with a uh, spin cat, you know, and buy a small. I mean, this is big time fishing. Well, my brothers and my cousins all fished, so you know they had a commercial fishermen. Commercial fishermen. Yep. And. Uh, so they had the knowledge and the license. Yep, absolutely. And I had money to fund things to yes. buy the boats mm -hmm. and the new nets. Yeah, because that's not a cheap venture. No, no, and it can get expensive. What good? Bad that's if nothing breaks. Well, you, know, your equipment. you get a bad blow or two, and you get full of moss or yeah. green slime. It's it's not a tough. It's a tough job. I mean, if it was easy, everybody'd be doing it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, that's. Uh, you know, I'm over by Bay City and up up the other side of the thumb there's Bayport and of course right. that fishing company. I'll run out there and get smelled or something because it's just easier right. and they're fresh. And I look at when they're coming in, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, these guys work. Well, yeah, like I said. They don't, they're not coming in usually smiling. They're no, coming no. in exhausted. And I, if I catch them at the boat, that's when I like to buy the fish, yeah. you know, right off the boat. Because, yep. uh I can fillet fish really well. And, uh, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, but, um, should get you to camp sometime and help us flay our fish. Well, by the time before you got to camp, oh, you'd have to catch them first. Though. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying, though. But uh, uh, we usually stop in uh, Moran. Oh dear. Well, it's easy because right, right. You were what, 12, 13 miles from camp at oh, East Lake, okay. and thus we stop at Kings because it's on the way. Right. So you're in East Lake. That's not too far away. No, we've enjoyed that area a right. lot. You know, yeah. It's just uh, my dad, my brother, and I. Uh, if you know, if I count the days other than one year when my mom wasn't feeling too well. Uh, we skipped a year. Um, but you know, I spent a little over 30 years right. straight. About 33, I think. And we just haven't looked back. I mean, we could hunt down there or we could hunt up here and that was an easy decision. Right. You know, we just didn't question it. I remember when we were kids growing up, my, uh, my father worked in the woods. He worked on the railroad for a while. Wow. And then uh, he worked in the woods and... Uh, none, of, none of those two jobs are easy. No. <laughs> No, we, uh, he would take us and we, he was cutting out by East Lake. Oh, yeah. So we were doing it on the East Lake Road, and he, that's a long time ago, actually. Yeah. But uh, he'd pull over at this little ditch and said, There's a spring there, and we'd get water out of the spring. Wow. Take out to the woods. And then he'd. Yeah, and then he'd have us with a little pickaroon rolling logs, keeping us busy out there. But, <laughs> you know, it was a good good times to go out there you know and be in the woods yeah work up a sweat yeah. and feel good about it right yeah versus complain right you know but hey that's what you do when you want to make money you you figure it out uh, so then you obviously stayed in the area because uh your family but family is really important to me right. too and most people it is but uh but what what's i mean of all the places and you do quite a bit of traveling because we talked about that but you could live at different places i mean we can right. all choose to go where why do you live here well, just the simple fact that it, it hasn't changed. Yeah. Over the years, it's just the same. It doesn't. It can't get overbuilt. Yeah. Um, you have federal and state forest. Yeah. Intertwined with a little bit of private property that won't allow it to. Yes. Expand. Yes. So you you know this place hasn't changed much since I grew up. Other than the fact that when we were kids, we would. We were, uh, we lived on that little lake across from the highway. Okay. Uh, before you hit the bridge. Yeah. And it was a dirt road. That's where us poor Indian kids lived. You know, they were yeah. the kids from the wrong side of the tracks. Well, yep. every now and then we'd run down to the end of the road, hear the train coming. We'd jump on the train and get a ride into town. Yeah. And that's about the 
the only thing that really changed is the train, trains went out. Um, but other than that, the boat lines, Mackinac Island, it's the same. Yeah. Same every year. Yeah. You know, not much changes. It was kind of like the old adage: a lot changes, but really nothing does. Right. You right. know, but uh, little subtleties in that. So, so you stuck it out here. I think most people would say, yeah, okay, February first, or you know, it's kind of rough uh, out here. But there's a lot to do in the winter time because that's never. That's never shied us, my wife and I, away no. from coming up here. My daughters both moved by choice for jobs, but they love that Marquette area. Well, we love it here. I mean, this is a beautiful area. And well, I think probably we, I've already heard her talk about moving up here. Right. Everybody moves with the seasons. You know, you have, a, like right now, you have your people that eat fudge and just want to explore. And yeah. It's a little cooler up here on this north side mm -hmm. of the bridge. I mean, you can go down the road 20 miles and it'll be 90 degrees out. You come up to the bridge and it's 70, 69 degrees. Oh, that's true today, you, you too. You feel it. Yeah. Um, and it's comfortable. Um, but you have the, the people, and then in the fall, you're going to have people looking for leaves or hunters. Yep. You're mm -hmm. going to have the fishermen all summer and all fall. <clears throat> and then you have your deer hunters, partridge mm -hmm. hunters. You know, you have everybody coming in their season. Yes. Uh, and then when we get a little bit of snow, you get your snowmobilers. Yes. And then hockey people. I mean, every, just everything keeps going, you yeah. know, according to their season. Absolutely. And uh, it keeps it busy. I've been working at the bridge for 25, you know, and it's full-time job. Yeah. So you work for the Bridge Authority. Okay. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Mackinac Bridge Authority. And uh, so 25 plus years and... Uh, and keeps me there. Just, yeah. I mean, every day. It's nice to have a, a, a job that you can go to every day instead of getting laid off. I mean... I know that's the way it is for some people. I'm fortunate, I guess, enough to yeah. have a full-time job. But you stuck it out in this community. I mean, to say, well, you know, the jobs are temporary, or there's not a ton of jobs, right. or whatever it is. Hey, I'm heading somewhere. But you stayed in the community, and uh, and if you you know you're patient enough, there's going to be something that's going to pop up. Well, I, I travel. Mean, people I mean, don't come and knock at your door. You got to go knock at right. your door to find jobs. If you want to, you know, I um, I travel quite often, though I. Went to Florida three times last winter. You know. Wow. And I went in December, I went in February, and I went in uh, May. Mm -hmm. You know, 10 days at a time, spent a month yep. there. But, you know, I just, uh, I pick and choose my travel time to where it benefits me and yeah. uh, keeps me from doing certain chores I don't want to do. Well, I better, oh, that'll be there when I get back. I better, <laughs> I better take a ride. You know, yeah, absolutely. See the world a little bit. Yeah, life's still there and the other, uh, you know, things will be there. Right. Yeah, one yeah. way or the other. And you do that trip just means the next trip right behind it. Right. So, uh, but hey, we're here today. You've, you know, you've been at the Bridge Authority for a long time. Let's kind of focus on that. You know, okay. I'm looking at the time-wise, and, our, you know, we got a little bit of time left, but I don't want to hold you up because we could talk all day, in my opinion. But right. what, you know, tell me some highs and lows. Not to say about some lows. I mean, when it's, you know, 10 below and the wind's blowing and blah, 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 and you're freezing your butt off, I, I can get that. But well, Pat, Pat, I tell you what, you know, when I've talked to different people, and I didn't know your name, and I said, if you had met that, I, I said, I know he's native, and he, you know, I mean, he, we, we should be proud of our heritage, right. so it's not a, not a knock at all, not a knock about a guy being white, black, or otherwise, right. but, but I said, hey, so I, and we got the right guy, and he says, I'm telling you, when I, the one buddy of mine, he said, when I, I pull up on, and I choose my booth, basically, trying to see, really, oh yeah, but there's a reason for that. It's not to say we're avoiding somebody. We're, you know, we catch a little breath of fresh air from you. All right. And uh, why is that? Or what, how do you describe that? Give me some examples. Well, 
you know, I, I read the book some in the past somewhere about treating people, you know, like, like you were like my rich uncle that if I was nice to you, it might leave me a million dollars. Sure. And that kind of resonated with me in the back. But then I read something else to work. Why make every you know, why make yourself miserable or everybody else, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I keep thinking about that too, yeah. you know. And there are some people that uh, I don't know if they're just uh, disrespectful or rude. Maybe they can't hear. Yeah. <laughs> and you speak to them, and they just get the yeah scowly look on your face, you know. Yeah, they're wired differently. Uh, you know, I'll just say, well, hopefully things get better for you, you know, <laughs> or whatever. Or, yeah. When they're crabby, you know, you're gonna have a heart attack. I'll settle down. You know, and yeah. they look at you different. You know? Oh yeah, and I put it like that. And these are little messages you're seeing well, people yeah. as they pass through, and your line isn't yeah. slower than yeah. any, you know, isn't you held up because you're saying that because somebody's got to hand you that well, money. Well, and I, I say it, and they keep it going. You know, I absolutely. I talk, and I usually make eye contact with everybody. I that's that's I the to. deal right there. And I the try eye to make contact. eye. Well, an old man told me a long time ago when I was a young little whippersnapper at the bridge. Yeah. Uh, I wore sunglasses and this old guy goes you know I don't trust people with sunglasses he goes I don't know what's behind those sunglasses yeah so I've never worn sunglasses and I can't wear sunglasses to this day because it affects the way I see things now yes um, yep. I try to put sunglasses on I was in Florida and we were at this place over by um, Ozello these people okay. were fishing uh, and they were catching these little blue, blue crabs. He could see him down there, and I couldn't see the crabs. He, he, put, he told me to put his polarized sunglasses yeah. on. So I did, and I said, well, where'd you get those? He goes, at the Rural King. So I went to the Rural King, and I bought yeah. these polarized sunglasses, and I, they're good for looking in the water. Yeah, but, uh, not for looking at somebody's eyes. Or when I'm driving, you know, I, yeah. I just don't like that around me. Yeah. To, you know, I like to have that full vision where yeah. the, the rims of the glasses, they screw me all up, you know, yeah. I, I, and I just like to see things in the natural state that I can see them in and not have. Yeah. And some people might need those for prescription or whatever, yep. but for me it doesn't work. Yeah. So, and I've always remember that, you know, yeah. so I don't, when I make eye contact and I try to discern if somebody needs help or something, I've had people you know, you can see they're going to cry or whatever, and I ask them, you know, okay, you know, I want to pull over. So yeah. you don't, you know, you don't panic or whatever and get wrecked on the bridge or whatever. Yeah. No, no, I don't. Maybe I go out of my way or well, out of bounds do. by doing that. I don't think you go out of bounds, but I think you go out of your way. But I don't think it takes, well, it takes extra effort, but well, does it help your ship go by as much as it does help you know, you know the thousands of people that pull through here and they say, that was kind of neat. You know, I mean, well, they could have Jesus easily right. bought a Mac Pass and swiped it. Well, and not even met a person. Well, well, right. Well, we have that too. We have everybody yeah. thinks the Mac Pass is a fast pass, and they just want to go, go, go. Yeah. And, and those are the rudest customers, actually. Yeah. The people that have a Mac Pass. Yeah. And they're most of my local, but they feel like they're entitled and yep. get the hell out of my lane or where's my lane at? You know. And it's right. Like it's a discount card. That's you know, it's not for yeah. people go too fast on the bridge anyway. You right. Know, yeah. Everybody's got to go the same. Oh man. Everybody's well, I mean, a speed limit. I was going across there. And I was right where the uh, radar monitor was. Yep. And the guy was doing 75. He blew past me. I'm like, geez, where? Are you know, What's, yeah. hate to bad talk to police, but they, they'll sit down there and get you for tinted windows, but they won't catch somebody that could potentially kill a family on the bridge. Yeah. You know, yeah, it do, gets me mad. Doing 30 or 40 it's miles an hour. Yeah. Over yeah. the limit. Yeah, I mean, what's, I don't but know. But anyway, 
Yeah, I digress for a minute. But getting back to that, yeah. you know, I uh, I just enjoy talking to people. I've had people. Uh, Rick, the uh, guy from Grand Marais, has a Great Lakes pilot. Yeah. He put something out yeah, there yeah. on me one time, and I got like 500,600 hits on, her, on Facebook or YouTube or something. Isn't that cool? And I'm like, I don't know what the hell that means. <laughs> I don't know. But he sent yeah. me a book of uh, comments. Oh, wow. People shared. Isn't that cool, though? It, yeah. That's that nice put, that he took the time to share that, right. to compile it and share it. Well, that, that means something, too. Right? I mean, it's nice to get a little feedback to say that you're not pissing people off. Right. Your, your, uh, your efforts of just a random act of kindness, even if it's just a kind word right. or a little piece of humor or acknowledgement of, hey, how right. you doing? Right. Welcome to our piece of heaven. Well, I, People I, appreciate that. I throw the old Uper lingo on there. I'm like, welcome to the UP, eh? Yeah. You know, talk a little yeah. bit and then they look at you like you're crazy, you know? Yeah, yeah. They think they're, you know, we're coming to a different world up here. Well, you know, there's, when we go to, I run a little bear camp, it ain't much, but I mean, we'll get, you know, four, maybe five, well, we get about six hunters maybe throughout the entire season, first, second, third season. And, uh, and so I have a couple guys that work for me. One guy cooks because he likes to cook. So right. he come up and, and when it's his turn to hunt a bear sometime, I told him, I said, you get a free hunt. You know, we, we ha, ha, ha. My buddy Ross, you know, he comes up and helps me because running around in the woods throwing some bait out, you know, well, John, our cook, he comes up to camp. He says, man, you see, he comes up there. I'm already up there, you know, and been up there a couple of days. This is about two years ago. And uh, he says, man, you guys ever meet that guy in the... <laughs> in the booth at, and I knew right then and right. there Ross you know he's like well, who's this guy well he described you and, and Ross yeah he, he's there quite often yeah. I said, well Ross he's an employee oh. so that's probably why he's in the booth you know? oh, I see. Ah, ha, ha. and he says no he says something really funny I says he always doing that and I said it makes everybody stay he says oh, I left he says I yeah. think until I got to the um, Newberry exit at 123 that, no, that's a pretty good laugh yeah <laughs> and I said what are you saying he says well I got this shirt on it's an old t-shirt from it's a union shirt. Uh -huh. His our union for most policemen are it was the Fraternal Order of Police. Oh, okay. And John had his FOP T-shirt on, and he's running in his Chevy truck. And you said, "Are you the police?" And or are you the police? And he says, "Well, I used to be. I'm retired." And he says, "Well, I'm Indian." And he says, "You know what the uh, word Indian word for cop is? <laughs> what is it? Run!" Yeah. <laughs> John laughed. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, he says that guy made my day, man. Yeah, He's told I heard him tell that story how many times, but uh, so I kind of stole it from him. Well, people come you. to the bridge and say that joke to me. Yeah, you know, I think they've heard it or yeah. from me or somebody else. But it's a they, little something. They you know? question me now as to what it is. Right. Yeah. But it's a little me. something. <laughs> I mean, there's probably a million <clears throat> things you've said, but it's a neat thing versus, right. you know, we could we and I think that all the bridge authority people, all the booth workers, are really nice people. Right. I've never run it, and we're all entitled to a bad day. Well, right. right. And yeah. and that's fine. And uh, we don't have to always have a painted smile on our face well, and say thank you. But I think nine out of ten of them are saying thank you or something right. positive. Yeah. The the, uh, the thing about that is. Um, I try not to bring any if I have any issues to work with me and because it's 
doesn't need to be there, you know. Right. You leave it at the curb and go work and do your job, and then you, when you get done with work, go. Yeah. If, you, if it's festering in you that bad, it'll get back to you. If not, maybe you forgot about it, but yeah. you got done with work, you know. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, well, you guys, a little bit, tiny bit about you, because we'll, we'll kind of start to close out in the next few minutes, but uh, so we'll kind of, you know, move move along. But uh, just a little summary of your job now. Uh, um, shift wise or not I mean we're being a little nosy our right. listeners but uh. right I work a different shift every day it seems like yesterday it was my day off I worked uh, a 3 to 11 today I work 3 to 11 tomorrow I work noon to 8 and then the weekends I'll work 9 to 5 9 to 5 9 to 5 oh nice so okay. yeah it works out to my benefit like yeah. on Sunday I'll get off work at 5 in the afternoon yeah and I won't have to be back to work until 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Wednesday oh nice so it kind of makes it like a three-day weekend absolutely Plan it right because well, you, know. you guys are on a you have a 24 7 uh, right. commitment here responsibility i remember those days in my old job right you know you look forward to getting off on your last day you work an early shift if you could trade and your day coming back you work go in later, later. Right. yeah, yeah. I mean, it helped you out a little bit you but, know extended you know, your your personal time a little bit hey i had something to mention to you i mean we were coming up fishing years ago going to canada and we had a trailer that snapped a tongue uh -huh. and we got stuck on the bridge and the bridge authority was on us like you know like right. flies on you know and so he said hey, you got to get this thing out of it well we can't the, the tongue snapped just bouncing so he uh the bridge authority guys jacked up the uh, trailer we all kind of lifted up on it he right. tacked it in place with a welder portable welder and he says hey well, we said well, where can we find a good welder in town and he says hey there's a guy that used to work here and he's a hell of a welder so we went we said okay when he pointed out where he, well it's when you cross the bridge of course you know we're on this side of the bridge right. on our side but if, if you go past the the county bill in the sheriff's department jail uh -huh. and he was just on the other side of that street that runs east and west alongside the highway yeah kind of you could see his house and he had a big tower which isn't there anymore when we went there he took care of us unbelievable he was retired as it turned out, he indicated he was the first bridge authority employee. First one that they had actually hired under the bridge authority. Right. I can't remember that guy's name, but I think boy, he had some stories. Yeah, I think it was um, a gr a Grogan. I, I can't remember. Yeah. You know, he was he was a welder for the bridge authority, right. so therefore, you know. But uh, yeah, you know, that was kind of neat. But he took care of us, and away we went. We got on on the way, and. Skipped probably about three hours of our entire vacation for fishing, but we had a fun time well, just catching up with him. You know, you can't dictate how things are going to go when you're on the road. You know, that's right. They, something will happen; it will change your whole plan. You know, but yeah, you know, if you make something out of it that you can, uh, yeah, re reflect upon and appreciate. You know, hopefully it wasn't. That's right. You know. Yeah. So, uh, you looking to retire soon, or well, who knows, huh? probably not. Five years, maybe. Yeah. I'm only 55, you know. Oh. I don't think they let you retire real quick unless you were... No, no. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you got a long time before you should even consider retiring well, anyway. So. I didn't get in early like when you did, probably. Probably not. No, so, uh, I, yeah, I started pretty young. But, uh, well, you started too. I mean, you served our right, country in the, right. uh, in the armed services. So. Well, yeah. you know, I I like to travel a lot. So it depends, you know. The, you never know, I might just get fed up someday and just say, I'm out of here, you know. That's right, yeah. When you get to that point, you can do that. That's kind of a neat feeling right. where you say, I don't know, it might be tomorrow, it might be five years from tomorrow. But Who knows? Yeah, you wake up and you'll know. Well, 
like I said, I like to travel. I like to see things. I yeah. go a lot of places, and I, you know, I see a lot of wildlife, and I enjoy that. Yeah, you're probably sitting in your booth thinking, if these guys can go on vacation, so can I. Well, you know, I, we think that all the time at work. You know, we're like, because there are so many people traveling. Yeah. You know, how can these people do that? But they save up time for like maybe one That's or right. two weeks a year to do that. So yeah. Just because there's so many of them doing it all at once doesn't mean right that they're just always like not working. You know. <laughs> do you, Do you have any? I'm shifting gears a tiny bit, but we'll wrap it up. It's just if you have a, you know, like a short. Or, or a little anecdote or a funny, funny story that happened while you're on duty? Probably oh. involving a traveler. Well, there's so many of them. It's just, you know what? One that get, sticks. When you get the car show, you have people that come through here and they do really ridiculous things and they make fools out of themselves. And yeah. some I can't say. Right. Uh, but they're just the people that get lost, you know, like these girls from Canada said how far to the Ohio border they left lower yeah. Canada and they came up here and they were going to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, you better back, go back home and start again tomorrow. <laughs> I said, because you're in the UP right now, you know. The or, what? The what? Yeah, yeah. the UP. Yeah. Uh, oh but there's just God. so many different stories. Uh, and just to remember one really specific one would be really hard. Yeah. To do unless something resets it in my mind, you know. Right. Another, if I see another act of stupidity, that might bring back that one, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know, I, I should. We all think that travelers are ignorant, stupid. But you know, we got to remember when we go away from home, we're travelers too. Yeah, we're out of town, <laughs> and we don't know anything about where we're at. So we yeah. ask those questions too. Yeah. Often, you know, or do something goofy because. You're not used to the road or whatever, and you get stuck in the wrong lane. So, yeah, yeah. You know, you be cognizant of all that and and give people a little little break, you know. <laughs> yeah, give them a little leeway. Yeah. Well, hey, I really appreciate you agreeing to a podcast. No man. problem, Gary. Thanks so much. And uh, hey, we're going to close this out, and uh, I think it'll probably uh, be uploaded and ready to go. Um, you know, probably next week. Well. Tell everybody to say hi to me at the bridge. Then. Absolutely, Pat. Thanks, eh? You <laughs> no take problem. care. You also, Gary. Have fun. Thank you. And check your buddy. He's probably, hopefully, you left the windows open. He's probably roasting <laughs> roast the car. And well, the... hey, he's resilient. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
reflecting back on our podcast and hoping that this was an enjoyable podcast. It was for me, and I've already you know, kind of tested the waters and sent it out to a couple of people, and they just said the same thing, and I said, God, I, I've ran into this guy quite a few times, so we hope that uh, Pat's message kind of resonated as well, not just having a fun time listening to Pat, but hopefully the message resonated. And uh, Oh, and one last thing, too, before we say goodbye till next week is... Uh, give the North Country Trail a, uh, a consideration, particularly the uh, Hiawatha Shore to Shore section. Um, that is a wonderful section of the trail and a lot of people will hike uh, well, a few miles here and there. Uh, maybe over a course of a period of you know, a handful of years they'll tally up the entire trek of uh, 140 miles ish. So hey, till next time, take care.